killing the dog got in the kitchen with his wild junk emotion a ball of confusion mama breaks out her broom knocks on my head and says clean your shit up you look like a dog so get out Okay, here we go again, the Dog People Show. Yeah, cooking at 100 miles an hour. This is Kester Burned Out with Chris, who seems to be okay today. Uh, we'll see how he does on the uh, board. If he doesn't, I'm not going to say the effing word today. I'm gonna, Every time I want to say the F word, I'm going to go effing. Okay, this is the new me. I've gone moral. Easter's coming up, and Jesus is around. So anyway, what we're going to do is an Easter thing. Now, this is a two-part thing. Now, I, I posted stuff on Facebook with two cupcakes, a carrot cake and a red velvet, okay? Well, you're only getting the red velvet because, you know, but it, these are really easy. And, I, you know, I'm going to make a really good effort of posting this stuff up for you. Sometimes I just get so busy and it's hotter than hell out here in L.A. Oh, shit. Now I'm going to say shit. But man, it's so hot, I got no more power. But you know what? My brain is so OCD, it doesn't really matter anyways. I want to talk fast. So this is what we're going to do today. On behalf of Easter and Jesus, uh, but we're doing a Texas barbecue brisket, okay? And this is going to feed eight people. We're going to do, also, we're going to do a potato salad that goes with it. And uh, you know what? It's perfect for Passover. You know what? Yeah, Jesus. Anyway, so classic potato sauce, just a real basic one, guys. And then we're going to do a red velvet cupcake. And uh, I love red velvet. I got a little secret to way of doing it where it doesn't taste so sweet. I can't stand when they put so much sugar in the icing. It's like shit. But anyways, here we go. So what we're going to do is with this Texas barbecue thing. Now, you're going to have to. I, I, there's a lot of ingredients that go in this. And this it takes two steps. The first step on this thing is going to be the rub. And it's going to be an overnight thing. And the, what the rub does, it'll, you know, the salts in it and on all the uh, herbs and spices, what that do, will do is it'll help tenderize it a bit overnight in the fridge. And then when you grill it, you know, we're going to make a, a barbecue sauce that's going to go with that. All right. And, uh, and, and also what you're going to also need is you're going to need a grill. No, a barbecue. Duh. Oh, no, let's do it in a steamer, dude. Man, dude, man. We're, yeah, come on now. All right. Get one. You can get, you, you can get one cheap. Every poor person has a grill. Come on. So uh, you're, you're going to need wood chips with this thing. We're going to smoke this bad boy. And hickory and mesquite are the best for Texas barbecue, according to Google. Okay? And Google knows all. So I am not going against the almighty powerful. 
All right. So now before we go into another song, and I got a new one called Yesterday, and I'm so happy, but we're not going there yet. Because what we're going to do is we're going to give you the ingredients to the rub. Stage one, okay? First of all, you need to get a six-pound piece of beef brisket. Trim the fat. Okay, after that, I need you to get a quarter cup of oh, a quarter cup of Hungarian paprika, one tablespoon of kosher salt, one uh, tablespoon of uh, ground black pepper, one tablespoon of uh, brown sugar, one teaspoon of cayenne pepper, and um, use about six cups of, uh, of the wood chips. You make sure you're on the wood chips. You always soak it for half an hour, and then you put it on the uh, burning coals, and it'll create the steamy smoke, and that's how you get started. All right? Now, um, also, before I go into the song, I need to give you... The ingredients to the, uh, you know what? Let's go into the song and I'll give you the ingredients to the barbecue sauce. Oh, okay. Now, you, yeah, song. Oh, Mr. Yesterday, dog paper show. Oh, yeah. Yesterday, I knew of a place. A freedom highway. Days of old. People show. You know what? Uh, just so you guys know, don't trip out on the, on the music quality. These are the lost tapes of World Jungle back in and year two and three when the band was kind of in a shifty mode from being super heavy to being more of on the commercial thing. And I know nobody gives a crap about that. But this was the oh, we had these four track tapes that should have went into the studio. I had to play this. I know it's not super quality. There's nothing else I can do about it. But the song is worth it. So anyways, uh, I'm going to go into the barbecue sauce now. And just so in case anybody was living under a rock and doesn't have a brain, this is the Dog People Show cooking at 100 miles an hour. You wonder why I talk so fast? Well, I don't care. This is the way my brain runs. It goes very fast. But I feel very normal this way. Anyways, uh, here goes to the barbecue sauce. Now, remember, you have got the, you, you've got the, uh, the dry rub in there. And you wrap the, uh, the meat, put it in the, 
refrigerate overnight. Okay, great. Good job. Now, these are the ingredients that I want you to do and put them all into a food processor. And just and you're making barbecue sauce, okay? And we're not kind of talking about chopping. We're not talking about nothing. Did you do the rub ingredients? No, we already, I already gave you the rub ingredients for the kosher sauce, the paprika, and all that. You just put them together and rub it. That's it. That's it. Well, see, Chris is definitely tired because he forgot what I just did. Duh. Okay. Well, anyways, as he gathers his thoughts and tries to find out where we are in the universe and what point do we have with God, uh, it's a big clue. Well, anyways, we're going, I'm losing it again. Okay, here we go. Three cups of tomato puree, one lager beer or an amber beer, two, two ribs of celery, um, and one onion. And a half cup of uh, roasted garlic, four cans, or four cans chipotle chili peppers. You know, use four of them. Uh, they're not really hot. And uh, three quarter uh, cup of uh, cider vinegar, a half a cup of uh, brown sugar, a quarter cup of yellow mustard. Of course, I'm going to put this on Facebook. There's tons of shit in there. Oh, yeah. And uh, two tablespoons of uh, chili powder and four cups of water. Put it all into a food processor and turn it into barbecue. It's that easy. If you can remember the ingredients that I just said, you'll have a killer barbecue sauce, and that's going to be for the next step here. So now that you've got the meat, okay, and it's all got the rub on it, it's marinated, it's ready to go. You get that grill going. You remember the uh, wood chips? You put it on the burners, and then you're going to have to have t- the, the, your barbecue is going to have to have a cold side and a hot side, okay? You don't make it all hot You're gonna have, because what's going to happen is when you put that meat, you're going to have that rub meat. You're going to dip it in that barbecue sauce, okay? So now you got like a double flavor. But you're gonna, you have to cook this for four hours, all right, at a low temperature. This is how it goes. It's a brisket, okay? It'll be chewy as shit if you do it any other way, okay? And plus, you got all that sauce. It'll burn. And, and you know what? No one will like you, and you'll be all alone. So what you got to do is do it this way. Put it on the cold side. Put the cover on it. Let it smoke. And, then, and, ba- and, and just, you know, put the sauce every 30 minutes. Move your uh, meat around. Make sure it doesn't blacken. Okay, if you want to do that, you can do that at the end, but make sure you keep your flow, your energy going with this for three and a half to four hours. And then you pull it out, you know, off the grill and let it rest for 20 minutes before you cut it. Oh, you got it going on. Is there a stupid song? Another dump? Oh, we brought the comedy back. Pizza Hut. Thank you. Oh, I had enough of that crap. All right, you know, you know what? Chris just throws on weird stuff, but sometimes it works, and that one just didn't work for me. Anyways, so uh, basically, these are the. This is the time. I, I gave you the information. I'll have to post it. I will go really fast. This is a speed cooking show. Okay, get a braid. Get one. Write it down. Record it, and then you can go back and, and and listen to it again. I'm not. You know, come on. And then you got four hours on. It's gonna be about four hours on that. And the uh, remember. Um, you're going to uh, lather it in the, you're going to basically stick the whole brisket into the barbecue sauce then put it on the cold side and just cook for four hours. But just, you know, don't lightly maintenance the, the, uh, the meat. Don't make sure it doesn't burn or, or, or whatever, but always keep it on the cold side. Okay. And, uh, now you got that, you got to serve it with some potato salad. Sounds good to me. Now me and, uh, Chris slightly differ because he hates sweet relish. Well, you know what? Two effing 
bad. This is my house, my camp, my family, my uh, my Easter party, and you ain't coming. All right? This is dog people shit. I do what I want. Oh, yeah. So, anyways, but here we go. This is basically, you know what? Potato salad is so easy. And, uh, but the trick to potato salad is don't overcook your potato. Okay? Or it'll be mashed potato salad. Nobody will like you again. And you'll be all alone on Easter. And they're going to go, what a fool. He should have been listening to Castor on the dog people show. He didn't get a brain. What kind of potato? All right. Here we go. This is the classic potato salad. And this is, okay, this is, uh, I get five large red potatoes, okay? Five large red potatoes peeled. And cube it to the size of maybe one by one inch. Because it's going to break off a little bit and get a little smaller. But, you, well, you know, when you cook, so what, what happens, you get boiling hot water with a little bit of salt, okay? A pot. Oh, okay. And you can throw the potatoes in while it's boiling. And when you, and when you know when it's ready, you know, you got to take a piece out and see if it breaks, you know, but don't let it break too far. If it, if it, if you feel it getting tender, it's softening, okay. And then, and, and but it has to break a little. If you pull it too early, it's going to be raw, and everybody's no one's going to like you again, okay. So you just you know something that you you know you've eaten potato salad before, you'll figure it out, okay. Sometimes you're going to have to figure shit out, all right. I can't hold your hand, all right. So anyways, get five large ones and then peel it about one by one inch squares, okay, and then. Uh, as that's sitting there cooking, I mean, you know what? Get your, uh, get two ribs of a, a, a chopped celery. You know, chop it your size, whatever you want. Half a cup of chopped red onion. Get get three uh, hard-boiled eggs, and then when they're done, you know, just chop them up. Okay, get a quarter cup of sweet relish. Get a half cup of Miracle Whip, and me and uh, Chris agree on this one. And then three tablespoons of uh, oh, what did I say there? Oh, a yellow mustard on this one, and and. Uh, and then one tablespoon of sugar and use paprika to garnish, maybe a little bit of green onions to make it look pretty. People will like you again. You can serve it on a bed of lettuce. That's it. Okay. Oh, 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 you know what? I, I forgot. You have to. Okay. This is when, when the potato is ready. When the potato is ready, you have to uh, definitely do this. Um, I take the potato out and I put it in a colander immediately put cold water on it. The cooking has to stop when you know it's ready. It will cook and go over the... Oh, no. Oh, somebody's calling. and Oh, you got it. Anyways, that's it. After the potato cools, mix in all the ingredients that I just mentioned. That's it. That's all you got to do. It's not that hard. But I'll put it on Facebook and we'll get a brain. Oh, no. What do we got? Somebody trying to call me here? Oh, well, that was an interruption. That threw me out. But anyways. You made a big mess, didn't you? I made a huge mess. And it's time for Robo, the cleaning guy. Oh, man. Oh, you know what, though? I, I got another call here. What is this, Oprah? Come on. What? Okay, here we got You know what? Is this the hell caller? You, you got something to say to me? Yeah, what, what are you talking about with all this Texas beef brisket? This stuff's going to make me take a big shit. Wow, that was like pornographic verbal talking there. I thought this guy was a smart dude. Well, let me tell you what it's all about. It's about the Cowboys. It's about our cha- It's about a Super Bowl victory. Yeah, how about them Cowboys? But anyways, what it is, it's Easter. And you know what? It's hotter than hell in L.A. If you've been noticed, it was 90 degrees today. I felt like I was in Texas, so that's it. But you know what? You can learn the cupcakes. And then after you take your big shit, feed it to your girlfriend. Thanks, bud. In Texas, they eat rabbits. Whoa, wait, what was that? They eat rabbits in Texas. 
Uh, you know what? You, you know what? I, I'm gonna do a carrot cake next week, and then you can eat the rabbit because I don't eat that shit. All right, man. I gotta go. Thanks a lot, buddy. See ya. All right. So uh, you know what? I got hell caller. He's asking questions that make absolutely no sense to me. And uh, it just shows that I have obsessive compulsive disorder because I come up with an answer no matter what. And <laughs> I don't know about that. Anyways, so the potato salad's done. Remember, you know, after the potato cools, this is go back to that. Once the potato cools, we're about to go into a song, but when the potato cools, then you can fold in the mayonnaise and all that. After you get all that stuff, season it with the salt to, you know, to taste, salt and pepper to taste. That's all, that's up to you. It's not that hard. But don't put the, you know, and then put it in the fridge. Don't leave it out. And when you're at a picnic table, don't leave it out. It'll go bad, and everybody's going to be, you know, having the runs. All right. So let's not, you know, remember that anything with that mayo-based stuff and egg is, you know, it can, it can, it can switch to bad when in the heat. So you guys be smart about when you, when you pull out your, your salads and your, your ranch and all that shit. Okay. I don't want you guys to be getting stumped tummy aches. Now, uh, before that, uh, but we're about to get into a, a little song here to get a little energy going because I have lost my mind and I don't want to hear no more talking. Dog people show out. You know, for the ladies, and this, you know what? I love red velvet. You're gonna go. What does this got to do with these three? 
nothing. But this is my show, and I love Red Velvets. You know what? They, they, it, there's no traditional uh, uh, dessert that I know of. You know, I've asked everybody, what the fuck? Well, Kester said the F word. Oh, Jesus. Anyway, so I... Uh, but before I get into that, you know what? I made an incredible mess of sauce and crap all over. And I go, Robo, I got, I spilled bleach all over my shirt. How can you fix that? Hi, this is Kester with Robo, the cleaning guy. Robo, what's the tip of the day? Okay, we're going to remove your bleach spots from your clothes, okay? What you do is take some rubbing alcohol and a cotton tip. Five seconds. And then, boom, you put it on and you're good to go. Oh, he did it. He rung the bell. He passed the test. Thanks, Robo. That was Robo the Clean Guy, the infamously Miller. Yeah, Miller. But anyways, uh, thanks, Lee. Uh, he always comes with these tips. You know what? The bleach thing is a great idea because you know what? I spill shit all over me, and my, my chef jackets just get wiped out. I've gone through millions. You know what I mean? Well, you know what? If it works, he's a genius. If he doesn't, then he's wasting time on my show. But that's okay because we're all chaos. Now, the Red Velvet Cupcake. I uh, I used to post these. You know what? This is the, my little story with cupcakes. I've always wanted a cupcakery, and I'm really considering getting one of those gourmet food trucks with my uh, buddy and uh, doing some kind of cupcakery pie thing. You know what I mean? Something like that. I love making cupcakes and uh, in and and just different versions. So uh, now this is it right here. Here's the this is the ingredients. It's not that hard. You can always get it on you know any kind of food channel thing. But there's a little bit of a technique to do this that's different than another the cupcake. Two and a half cups of uh, all-purpose flour, one and a half cups of sugar, uh, one uh, table, one teaspoon of baking soda, one teaspoon of salt, one teaspoon of cocoa powder, one and a half cups of vegetable oil, one cup of buttermilk. You cannot use regular milk like this. Buttermilk has an activation that has you know things that that that, that do something different to the actual baking. And it has. I believe me, I tried a substitute and my stuff came out effing up. And uh, two eggs. Two uh, t- uh, tablespoons of red food coloring, one teaspoon of vinegar. Very important to have the vinegar. And then one teaspoon of vanilla. Now, basically, you put your dry ingredients, put them together, okay? You'll figure out which one is dry and which one is wet. If you cannot figure that part out, go get a braid. There's one out there somewhere. Someone will love you for being so stupid. But it's not that hard. Separate them. And then what you do is you put the wet ingredients into a KitchenAid. I like to use a KitchenAid, okay? I mean, you know what? Use a KitchenAid. And um, what you're going to do is throw in the wet ingredients, mix it well, and then slowly add the dry ingredients, and it should be a real thick type of batter. Now, did I mention the food coloring? Because you got, you know what? If you put the food coloring, the whole thing will turn red like blood. And that's that's the part of the red velvet. Ugh, I didn't say green velvet, red. And it's really cool, actually. But don't get it on your clothes, or you'll be calling Robo. You know, clean this up! So... You know, throw that, um, throw the wedding, um, the dry ingredients with the wet ingredients to your KitchenAid, and it should be nice and smooth. Now, what are, you know, most of those muffin tins come in the 24 compartment ones, right? They're very small. Those are for cupcakes. Uh, so what you do is make sure you get your sleeves for that, put them in each one of those holes, and then use, when I pour the, uh, when I scoop the, uh, the, the, uh, the, the red velvet batter in there, I use it like an ice cream scooper, so it's always the same, that kind of thing, you know, and I mean, I, I'm, I, everything has to be the same in my business because I'm a professional. But you know what? Make sure your uh, your batter level doesn't go over the three-quarter mark because it's going to blow up. And you don't want to create a mushroom. You want a beautiful cake. I mean, you know, where it has a nice crown on it, but it doesn't have a big mushroom. They're going to go, oh, my God, this guy can't. You know, he, he filled it all the way up, but it blew up. You don't want to do that. 
and basically heat your oven to 350 degrees, okay? That's it. Pre it preheated. And then when every slot, this is enough for 24 cupcakes, by the way, that recipe. And basically, you stick that in the oven at 350 degrees, and you're going to bake it for about 20 minutes, okay? As that is baking, okay, as that is baking, I'm going to go into one more energetic sound so I can get into the whipped cream, and then we'll be done, down, people. Ciao. For the Dark People Show, it's been a long and hot. Oh, it feels like summer here in Los Angeles, California. And um, this is Kester Peters and uh, Chris. I'm not even going to say his last name because he might be wanted by the FBI. You now he could be that kind of freaky dude. You know, he doesn't he doesn't like to talk about his life too much. He just wants to tell about yours. Okay, <laughs> everything's on Facebook. Yeah, and he's on it all the time. But anyways, uh, you know what? Uh, you know what? That we the whole point is that we survived this heat. It's been brutal and really wears me down. Uh, I, I'm, you know, I really love to uh, talk to you people. And um, and when I I'm about to go to YouTube, and we're gonna take this to a whole nother level, uh, a whole nother level. Um, but anyways, I need to give you the icing. Now this is the trick on the icing. Now, a lot of times when I, I I look on a recipe for the red velvet or any icing I see, they put way too much sugar in it. I mean, way too much sugar in it. You go to Rob's and get one of those things, man, you, you, you go into a food coma. I mean, that's shitty. God, I can't stand that. You know what? They don't ever have enough butter. I like to taste the cream cheese butter and sweetness. I want it all combined together at once so it's perfect. It was meant to be tasted like that, but it was butchered by morons. All right, now, this is what... So basically, most recipes I see, I'll cut a half cup of uh, sugar off that recipe. I'll cut it off instantly because I know that's how that they always put a half cup too much. Always. I mean, you know what? Always. Okay, get it, Brandon. Here we go. Now, in your KitchenAid, as the uh, your your um your cupcakes have been cooking off at 350 degrees and they're about done, uh, you you know you're gonna need a, a pound of cream cheese, a pound of butter, and get you know salted butter's cool. Just yeah, get salted butter. You know, that's simple. Everybody gets that, has that inside the refrigerator anyway. And a teaspoon of vanilla, three and a half cups of uh, powdered sugar. You know, original recipe was said for, but you know what? I grew a brain and I realized that I want the sugar to be pulled back a bit so I can taste that butter. 
All right. Now, what you're going to do is you're going to be, uh, but our first thing I do is I always whip the butter first because it's usually the hardest one. I whip it and I slowly put in the other ingredients. The cream cheese and the butter have to, you know, they're usually about as hard as each other when they go in. Okay. They come out of the fridge, you know, so they get whipped first and then slowly I put in the sugar, then the vanilla and, uh, you know, and then I get this real creamy, strong whipping thing. I mean, just whip the shit out of it. Oh. Okay, I, I'm not allowed to say shit. Okay, so whip that really good, and you'll know when it's ready, and it'll taste really good. So, you know what? Now that the, uh, at 20 minutes, so you take out the cupcakes. Now, here's the trick, people, to the red velvet. As soon as it comes out, you need to put a, a damp cloth, not wet cloth, but something that's somewhat moist, and cover your red velvet until the red velvet cools. Somehow the steaming process creates kind of a makes the the, the, the top of the the cupcake uh, like a thicker layer, which is part of the signature of the a real red velvet. Okay, so what it does, it creates kind of like a like a, a very minute coating, like a skin. Yeah, it, it creates a, like a soft skin over, it, and that's what that does. And when it cools, it'll, it'll it, that's that's how you do it. That's it. So when it cools down, guess what? You can put the icing on it, and guess what? I'm going to tell you a secret. <laughs> Pecan, you know what? I always put something on top of my red velvet. I am a nut. I love to make pecan brittle or walnut brittle. Okay, how do you make that? Basically, I chop up my pecans or my wands, whatever I can afford. I put butter in that thing and with sugar. And then I just go for it. And eventually, it will just, you know what? All the liquid will come out and it'll turn into a candy. How do you, how do, you do with it when, it when it gets like that? When, when that brittle gets really thick. Okay, and you know, you're, but you can't cook it out of high heat. It's really hard. I shouldn't even be bringing this up because I haven't even given you a recipe to this. But basically, if you're going to go for it, the challenge. I right, go for the challenge. You make a brittle. You know, as it, as it starts getting thicker and thicker and thicker, transport it to like a silicone pad and let it cool and it'll be like a hard candy. Then I break off pieces. I put it on top of the red velvet, uh, on top of the icing. And I just pipe through uh, even a glad bag and I just pipe it through and make it look killer. And that's it. It's over. Oh, Easter is going to be all right. Now, um, that's it, man. Oh, we're going to do carrot cake, and we're going to do all kinds of crap next week. Anyways, we're ready to roll here. Oh, the dog people show out. I'm out of here. Dirty dog.